0: The physician assistant profession's minimum degree has gone from certificates to associate degrees to bachelor's degrees to master's degrees. Now PAs have a doctorate degree. The PA credential creep. You are listening to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Lisa DeAndre, your host, and with me today is Jim Colley, a professor of healthcare science and the director of the PA MPH program in the School of Medicine and Health Science at the George Washington University. Jim has published extensively on aspects of the healthcare workforce, and is currently completing work on Physician Assistant's Practice and Policy to be published in 2009. Today we are discussing the Physician Assistant Doctorate degree. Hi Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lisa. Jim, can you give us a history of the PA education and tell us how we went from certificates to a doctoral degree?
1: Well, initially PA education was set up on what is termed a competency-based model which means that what was important for graduates to have was graduation from an accredited program and passing the national certification exam. The PA programs at that time and continuing through the 80s and 90s were set in many different educational settings. Some were in medical schools, some were in universities, some were in community colleges. And the reason for the competency-based model was to allow for PA programs to be established in all sorts of educational institutions that worked very well for many years and as time went on however increasingly within the health professions credential creep as you noted started to become a phenomenon and as more of the health professions moved to masters and then to doctoral degrees the pressure on the PA profession to go along this same pathway increased and that led us in the 90s To first debate the master's issue and then basically to adopt the master's as the entry level degree for physician assistant education.
0: It sounds like the PAs are having an identity crisis.
1: Well, it's an academic degree conscious world out there, and many of the professions that are considered to be in the same category as physician assistants have moved to now the doctoral degree. I'm thinking specifically of the PT profession that went through the same kinds of transitions, and now they award the Doctorate of Physical Therapy degree, the DPT, for entry-level physical therapy education. And then recently, we've just learned that the nurse practitioner profession will award the DNP, Doctorate of Nursing Practice, for all advanced practice nurses that will graduate within the next five to seven years.
0: How much of this has to do with keeping up with the nurse practitioners?
1: Well, I think that that's an element to it. I think the sort of keeping up with the Joneses phenomena not only certainly pressures the PA profession to do this, but it's across the board amongst the health profession. And when you really analyze it, it's the desire for increased status or equivalent status with other health professions, because whether we like it or not, members of the public, our patients, do look at the credentials that people have after their names. And I think for PAs, it's been becoming increasingly difficult to defend this sort of competency-based model that is not tied to academic degrees.
0: So are the competency-based programs a thing of the past?
1: I'm afraid so. I think increasingly we've seen new programs begin by awarding the master's degrees. We've seen certainly a number of PA educational programs convert from bachelor's to master's. That leads us to a circumstance where of the 141 accredited programs, I believe now there's more than 110 that award the master's degree. So those that do not are increasingly becoming the educational dinosaurs of the profession.
0: What about the associate degrees? I know there are still several programs that graduate with associate degrees.
1: There are. Some of those programs that are based in community colleges have actually developed affiliations with universities to at least provide those students the option to attain a master's degree. There are several in my home state of Maryland that have developed such uh, affiliations. But there is a role to be played by these associate degree programs. One of the things that we have to bear in mind is that these types of programs do attract higher proportions of students from disadvantaged populations and do place a number of their graduates into medically needy areas. So there's an important role that these institutions play and an important role for their graduates.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on Reach MD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Lisa DeAndre, and I'm speaking with Jim Colley, a professor of healthcare science and the director of the PA MPH program in the School of Medicine and Health Science at the George Washington University. We are discussing the physician assistant doctorate degree. Jim, the doctorate degree is one of the biggest issues in the PA profession and will ultimately determine its future. Yet, it was not discussed in the House of Delegates at the AAPA conference. Why?
1: It was discussed extensively in the board of directors meeting. And it was actually quite a rich discussion that considered both the pros and the cons. The board at that time made a decision to look at this issue more carefully, to study it. They have referred it actually to the Education Council of the AAPA. And the decision was made at that time that it was premature to make a formal recommendation to the House of Delegates.
0: Well, now there's silence for another year, and meanwhile, the profession's moving forward. Do you think the AAPA missed their opportunity to guide the future of the doctorate degree?
1: No, I don't think that they missed an opportunity. There clearly is a time element here. We don't want to have an educational institution to start a doctoral program where it could lead to a domino-like effect. What I think is important for the academy, and I know that the board feels this way, is to look at the issue in a careful, measured way, and to possibly issue a statement down the road that might indicate the Academy's position on this issue. And it may not take an entire year for this to occur. So it's very possible that once the issue is examined in depth, that there may be a statement forthcoming that would indicate the Academy's position on this important issue.
0: Well, how close are we to a civilian program? What are the models of doctorate education for PAs right now?
1: Well, we know that there is a program that was developed by the Army, the 18-month doctoral degree program that is available for emergency medicine physician assistant residents at Brook Army Medical Center at Fort Sam Houston outside of San Antonio. That really is the first doctoral degree that included in its name, Physician Assistant. That's a very specialized program in the military. Major Len Grupo, who is a good friend and colleague of mine, actually we gave a presentation on this program and the larger issue of doctoral education at the PA education meeting in Tucson. Len got a lot of questions about that particular program and it is a very intense and rigorous educational program that is science-based, The doctoral degree is awarded by Baylor University. It may be a program that does not have a lot of application to the civilian sector. It may or may not be. We'll have to see. But I think it's important to keep in mind that there are potentially three levels of doctoral degrees for physician assistants. One is the residency program that we've just mentioned. A second would be what's called a degree completion model which would be a doctoral degree, perhaps an online doctoral degree, that might be available for master's degree PA graduates. Those are less controversial. There's actually academy policy that strongly supports physician assistants continuing their education, obtaining further education, and in either the residency model or the degree completion model, this would essentially be what would be happening, is the PAs would further their education beyond their entry-level PA degree. What is controversial are entry-level PA programs. This is where a number of PAs and PA educators get very nervous when we start talking about a PA program that would award the doctoral degree as the entry-level credential. This is what's happening in the PT profession and has evolved over the last five years. It's controversial, and it's also controversial in nursing education. There are members of the practicing community, the rank and file, that are less than enthusiastic about their respective professions moving in this direction, and I think that that same level of anxiety is observed in the PA profession.
0: Can you give me a couple arguments of why it would be a good thing for the PAs to move to an entry-level doctorate degree?
1: Well, the arguments that have been put forth are along the lines of Number one, keeping up with the Joneses and the credential creep, which I think is considered to be a weak argument. I think a more strong argument is that given the level of responsibility and the level of function of a physician assistant in modern-day clinical practice, that their function may be indeed on the doctoral level and that that would be an appropriate academic recognition for what PAs have to learn the material that they have to master, and the skills they have to develop in order to function in modern-day medical practice. Again, oftentimes it's a comparison kind of thing, that if PAs are seen at the same level of function, for example, as advanced practice nursing, and if advanced practice nurses are receiving a doctoral degree for their entry-level education, then why shouldn't that be the case for PAs?
0: Well, there are many incredibly skilled PAs that have associate's degrees and bachelor's, and I often hear them say, what's the point? A higher education or another degree isn't going to advance patient care. It's not going to help me do my job better. And there's a fight.
1: I think that's a very valid point. And I, in some of my research activities, I've talked to a number of folks in the PT profession, particularly rank and file PTs, who make the same point. They say that there is very little difference between what a PT does, whether the PT is a older graduate of a master's in physical therapy program versus a doctorate in physical therapy program. And I think that that's a perfect analogy for the PA profession and makes just the point that you made, that the clinically practicing clinician really doesn't do anything different, that there are not necessarily additional skills that are imparted in this doctoral training So what's the point?
0: Now the PAs are looking at a possible doctorate degree and the certification and increased cost of education. Why be a PA? Why not just be an MD? And then you have to wonder why we're not talking about a bridge program.
1: Well, that's another certainly negative consideration when we're talking about doctoral degrees is that. We know that in a sort of a very general sense that educational institutions tend to charge more tuition for doctoral education, and that were that to be the case in the PA profession, that too would be perceived as negative or not advantageous. We don't want to increase the financial burden on our students any more than it already is bearing down on them. In terms of bridge programs, I have very mixed feelings about bridge programs. I'm not crazy about Incentive kinds of programs that would draw PAs away from the PA profession. I think it's a fabulous profession in and of itself. There is a way for physician assistants who want to go to medical school to do that. But I think that if you advocate bridge programs, part of what you're advocating is PAs leaving the profession. And I don't support that.
0: Thank you, Jim, for coming on the show. My pleasure. I'm Lisa DeAndre, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at reachmd.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. Or call us toll-free with your comments and suggestions at 888 mdxm 157 And thanks for listening.